Hey everybody, it's Terrell, host of the Always Relevant Podcast. I'm here solo today, so you're stuck with me. Uh, we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about uh, the Heisman hopefuls that are out there. Um, I'm going to go into Antonio Brown a little bit. I will go talk about kind of my thoughts for um, what I'm going to cook for Christmas dinner. And last but not least, and it'll probably be closer to first, is the fact that I have never seen Star Wars before. And I'm going to start watching it now that I have uh, Disney+. Plus. So I'm going to start watching everything from episode one all the way through episode whatever it is, eight. And I think nine is the movie theater. So that's the goal. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're discussing. Um, looking forward to it. Hope everybody's having a good day. And I uh, look forward to talking with everybody soon. Later. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, it's Terrell with Always Relevant Podcast. I'm glad that everybody's listening. It's good to, good to be out here talking to everybody today. Sorry I'm a little bit late on the podcast again. Uh, just craziness during the week, didn't get a chance to record. So I'm recording it now. I guess about said Saturday morning, but I guess technically it's right around noon. So that's what I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to knock it out real quick. Won't be a super long podcast, but want to put it out here for you guys. So Appreciate everybody listens weekly, and um, yeah, hope we have a good show today. Uh, let me get right into it. Um, how are you, and how are you really? Um, I'm just chill. I'm doing all right. Um, nothing crazy or special. Now, how am I really? Uh, a little annoyed still, but different reasons. I know I didn't get into them last time. Probably won't get into it, but this time it's really just more because I've just been tired and super busy at work, and... Um, almost kind of disappointed because, um, I know there's a couple projects we had to get done and I got behind on it mostly because I procrastinated and should have done it like weeks ago. Uh, the training I was supposed to do and it was actually due to be done yesterday and I'm still working on it. So once I finish this podcast, I'm going to, uh, go back and try to get a larger chunk of that training done. Um, and it's more just because I know I really have till the first year to have it done, but when we want to have it done by this date, just so we can, you know, look good as a company for our client and everything. But I also wanted to do it because, um, you know, we have a lot of younger people working with our company now, a lot of, you know, a lot of, um, a couple of people that stray out of college and we have an intern and everything. And I should probably be setting a better example than that for them. So, you know, we have, we've been busy. We've all been super busy, you know, and run around like chicks with their heads cut off. You know, it's something that should still, be doing and being better about and going forward I will I'll make I'll make it a point to do that because I want them to to know that you know everybody's on the same page and everybody's willing to to do all the work that needs to be done in the time frame that it's that's it has asked us to do or asked for us to be done in so um and I'm not above that and I need to set the good example. So that is what I plan on doing going forward. So I'm gonna try to finish up these this last training and a half before the end of the weekend knock that out and then we'll be back on schedule back on pace and looking forward to going shopping uh christmas shopping and everything so it should be good um but let me go ahead and get into my sports weekend um i know west carolton basketball i believe that they actually just lost their first game last night 
to tip a canoe. But they're three they're three and one now, so they're doing a lot better than what they did last year. And I think I've seen a lot of improvement there. And I might actually go out and check it out and see a game. We'll have to see about that. Um, Hanover College. I don't really know what's going on there now. Now football's over. Um, usually they're pretty good at both men's and women's basketball. So I'll probably check out some scores and see how they're doing and try to figure out a time to go back there and visit the old stomping grounds. It's been a while. Um, Michigan football. Um, as if you guys follow college football at all, like I do, Harbaugh did not get fired. I'm sure Ohio State fans are happy about that because he has not beat them yet. But I am not mad about it. Um, I know everybody says he should get out and by most most accounts and way it's done nowadays, he probably should, but honestly, I think he he's he has a good program. He just needs to start beating Ohio State. And I think Urban Myers had his number. And I'm interested to see what happens going forward. Ryan Day there. I'm interested to see if Ryan Day can keep the keep everything going with Ohio State or are they gonna slip a little bit? Um you know, even though Urban Meyer is kind of watching over the program in almost emeritus status. Um I'll be just be interested to see what happens there overall with that. Um, but like I said, I'm I'm cool with Harbaugh not getting fired because if so, it just means that the program would have had to start over again, and it means next year probably would have been a subpar year. I won't say a subpar; they'd probably been a little below where they are right now. And the year after that, they definitely would have dropped off because by then a lot more of the kids that were under Harbaugh would have left or graduated, and then whoever the new coach would have been. They're trying to play younger players, trying to get them uh, time and get them on the field so they can get experience. And then that way, in that third and fourth year, they can um, really make an impact. So I'm glad I have to go through all that. But Harbaugh definitely needs to um, have a better team next year and have them playing how they did the second half of the year, the first half of the year, and build upon that from the very beginning. Um, that's where I am. I'm sure a lot of my Ohio State friends – friend fans are gonna run their mouths that's what they do i'm used to it so that's what it, that's why i believe it's gonna be good for them for michigan um i do believe in it just gotta stay the course and um everything will be all right unfortunately uh, one of michigan's best receivers Tariq black he decided to enter the transfer portal which i understand because his first two seasons there he ended up getting hurt got hurt his freshman season after some promise and I think it was like the third game of the season, got hurt. He was out for the rest of the season with his foot injury. And then the sophomore season, he ended up hurting the other foot and been being out for like seven or eight games. This year, he was actually healthy completely for the season. But Michigan had issues throwing the ball early in the season. Shea Patterson wasn't playing well. And there were, the times he did throw the ball, the balls went to Nico Collins and Diamond Peoples-Jones and – um I forget the other dude's name. I about said Ronnie Bass, but no, he's that's the dude from the movie. But um, the other receivers in the slot that always scored, that always, uh, I think he like actually the team in receptions this year. But um, you know, he kind of got left out. I mean, they all combined to have, you know, almost eighteen hundred yards receiving, and he only had like I think two or three hundred. So I'm sure he kind of feels either left out or he's not the man or whatever, so he's just going to go out there and explore his options, and that's, you know, that's what a lot of kids got to do. You know, if he fell, and he wants... 
Sorry, I actually knocked the recording out. If he wants to make it to the NFL and he wants to be the best he can be, he wants to get more noticed, then he has to go out there and and do what he can and show what he can do on the field. And then he has to go somewhere else besides Michigan and do it. I definitely understand. That's that's how it goes, unfortunately. Sometimes you have talent there and there's a lot of people playing. There's a lot of people, you know, fight for that playing time, fight for that shine. You know, sometimes you gotta be the the one to kind of step out and see where is the best situation for you. So I definitely understand it. Honestly, I hope that he does stay. It'll be kind of cool if he did, but if he doesn't, he finds a place to go somewhere else where he can shine. I completely understand that as well. So, um, now that's enough about Michigan Bengals. Uh, they played the Browns. They lost. They probably shouldn't have. Um, I know there was at least two drives where they drove to the red zone inside the five and they couldn't score. One, they didn't even try to run the football. The other one, I don't remember having, I think it was a penalty or something like that. Either way, I felt like the Bengals could have won that game. In the grand scheme of things, probably best that they didn't. You know, Best that they, they still stay in the hunt for the top pick in the NFL draft next year. Where if Chase Young decides to come out, which right now he's saying he's unsure, um, I would probably take Chase Young at defensive end. You can never go wrong, go wrong with a freak athlete, defensive lineman, especially when the one that you had is getting older. Uh, but he still has some years left in Carlos Dunlap. So I think they should take Chase Young if they get the number one pick. I know everybody's kind of talking about Joe Burrow, which Joe Burrow has surprised me, and we'll talk about him in a little bit when we talk about the Heisman uh, Heisman talk. But you know, I think I just think that Chase Young will be a good starting piece for that defense, and kind of see what happens going forward. But We'll see what happens this week. They play the Patriots. Obviously, there's a the whole scandal where the Patriots have people in the Browns, um, in the Browns suite, I guess, videotaping or, I guess, spying on the Bengals or whatever. Now, I guess they take their craft seriously. They don't take anybody for granted. I guess they're seriously one game at a time. And even against the Bengals, I guess they believe they could get beat. So, you know, they're doing what they can. Even they have to cheat to do it, which I don't know if they cheated before. I'm sure that they have, but. It's just interesting that they're caught doing it again. So we'll see how that goes, see if anything even happens with it. Um, getting to my fantasy squads, my FanDuel fantasy squad, I finished, I think, middle of the pack this week in the FanDuel league, but I'm still in first place overall in that league. So it's looking good. I don't know how many more weeks are left. Probably not too many, um, but it's coming down to the wire, so it should be kind of close. Um, in my PPR league, I have survived the playoffs. I'm in the finals this week. Um, I know going into this past week, I was losing by like 25 points. No, I was losing by 17 points going into the Monday night game where I had my quarterback, Carson Wentz, and uh, receiver, Alshon Jeffrey. And they played bad in the first half. Alshon Jeffrey got hurt. Wentz didn't play well at all. And I honestly just went to sleep. I, didn't, I wasn't going to watch the second half. And then Alani came in and said that Wentz scored uh, through three touchdown passes, and she thinks that I won. And she thought that I won the game. So, turns out I did. Won it by like two points. And yeah, I'll, I'll take being lucky as far as that. Um, but yeah, playing in the finals, looking forward to it. I'm definitely getting money. Definitely, you know, at least able to uh, afford and pay my my uh, my fantasy um, fantasy football this year. So that's been paid for and funded. I get that money back. And hoping to get that 2K, hoping to get that paper. Knock on wood. Hopefully we can survive. Obviously, I don't have Alshon Jeffrey, but um, 
I'm hoping that Christian McCaffrey and my squad can carry me to the ship. That's all we need is the ship for sure. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll keep posting that next week. Um, next, Michigan basketball. They're 8-2 and two overall. They're ranked number five in the country. Uh, like I said last week, they lost to Louisville for a first loss. And actually this week, they lost to Illinois. So I'm sure they're going to drop a little bit for sure. I'll say at least 15th or lower. And they're playing Oregon today, who's ranked number 10. So if they get a win against Oregon today, that kind of keep them under the top 15, I think, in my opinion. But if they lose, I don't know if they drop out of the top 25, but I think they'd be close because they'd have three losses already, and that's just tough. So I don't know. I don't know if it's a young team, but it's a new team with Jawan Howard there. But, you know, I'm, I'm not mad at how they're playing right now. He's still getting his players in there, and we'll just see how it goes. Um, University of Dayton basketball, they're 7-1 overall. They're ranked number 14 in the country. Their only loss has been to Kansas in the tournament out there in Maui, and they could have won that game. And actually, I'm pretty excited because tonight I'm taking Caden to UD basketball game. They're playing Drake. So it should be a fun experience for him. Uh, I've taken him there one time. My dad took him there this year um, one time as well, and he had a good time. So I want to make sure that he has fun. Has a good time. We're out there in Rep UD. And um, I don't know. I'll probably try to document it on Instagram or something so y'all can see the kind of fun we're having. It's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. I know he had a lot of fun last year when we did it and we went to those games. So um, I'm glad we're going and he's definitely excited. So makes me happy that he's excited and I just want to go and have a good time. So it should be fun. And um, like I said, I'll keep posting how it goes. All right, I want to get into um, the Heisman Trophy candidates. It looks like it's Joe Burrow, Justin Fields, Chase Young, and Jalen Hurts, which is basically, if you remember a few weeks back, mostly who I predicted, except instead of uh, Chase Young in there, I had um, Tua Tagovailoa. I think that's how you pronounce his name, from Alabama. But, you know, he down the stretch, he got hurt. A couple games and definitely had that season engine, season ending injury. If it wasn't for that, he probably would be there. Um, I'm surprised still invited Chase Young. He got some trouble, but if you're talking about the Heisman Trophy, which is supposed to go to the best player in the country, he definitely deserves to be there. Uh, he deserves a spot. He deserves to be there in New York. Even if he's not gonna win, he deserves to go through all the pageantry and all that. And he deserves to be recognized for sure. Um, but you know how it goes. It's always gonna be. The quarterback of you know the best team in the country. That's how it's gonna how it's gonna end up being. And, and you know my prediction is it's gonna be Joe Burrow, um, just because he's having a ridiculous season. LSU has never had a good quarterback. They've always had athletes everywhere on offense. They've always had a nasty defense. They've always had a great running game, but they never had a quarterback. They never had a guy that could throw the ball down the field, and they never had had an offense to score points like that. And this year they finally do, and it's like the one season that they don't have a top five defense, but their offense is so good that, you know, it kind of covers up for it. And he's been doing it all year. He's, he's looking to set the record, the season record for completion percentage uh, in a season at like 77.6%, which is something crazy. Uh, I think he's thrown for over 4,000 yards and he has, I think uh, 48 touchdown passes. So, I mean, he's become the all time leading passer in LSU history only playing two years 
Uh, whereas the guy that had it before, some guy played in the eighties, and he did it over a four year span starting. Joe Burrow's done it too. Now I know part of that is, you know, the change in offenses, offensive philosophy nowadays. But still, the fact that he's doing this to me, it's impressive. Especially after last season, he was just more of like a game manager. And then you know, Coach O, Coach Ed Orgeron, he went out there and got a guy who was an assistant for the New Orleans Saints. And he came in and changed the offense up. Joe Burrow has, you know, stepped into it. He enjoys it. He enjoys the coach. And he's out there making plays. You know, I can't, can't even hate on him. You know, I think he's by far the favorite to win the Heisman. I don't know if anybody's really going to be able to touch him. It's just a matter of how much he wins it by. No offense to Justin Fields, Chase Young, or Jalen Hurts. They all had good seasons. They all had solid seasons. They're leading their team. They're leading their teams into the playoffs. But, unfortunately, none of them are touching Joe Burrow and what he's done. He's a former Hossett quarterback. So, you know, I'll give them props. You know, they've, um, you know, I'll, I'll give them props. They've, they've, they've done well. They've, um, you know, they recruited good quarterbacks, solid quarterbacks for their program. And, you know, Joe Burrow was on the bench, you know, and he left when Haskins was starting. And... I think he only stayed around because, you know, well, I think his dad ended up start leaving coaching. So that was one thing that helped him be able to move and go to LSU or wherever he wanted to go because then he knew his parents could watch him. So that's a good thing. But, you know, that him, they ended up getting Chase Young, or not Chase Young, but um, Justin Fields. They had Dwayne Haskins last year who went in the first round. Obviously, Tate Martell left and went to the U to try to start, and that didn't work out for him. But, um, you know, overall, he's had a good season. Can't hate on it. I think he's going to win it outright. I think he won the Maxwell Award and the Walter Camp Award. So, recognizing him as the best player in the country, but this is the Heisman. This is the big one. He's going to New York. He's going on the, the dinner tour. He's going to do it all. And, um, yeah, I think he's going to win it. And he should, deservingly so. And he's 100% raised his stock to be NFL quarterback. Um, I'm looking at all these other quarterbacks that are out there, see if there's any of them that's truly NFL ready. And... I don't think so. I really think it's just him. You can maybe say Tua. That's depending on if he's going to come back from his injury or not and how that's going to be. I think he's still trying to decide if he's going to come back to school. So he's trying to make the best business decision for himself at that point in time too. So, And I'm sorry. If you guys hear any noise in the background, my son is running around upstairs playing soccer, kicking everything against the walls and the floor and everything. So if you hear that, that's him. Don't mind that. That's just the norm around the house. But, um, yeah, and that goes back to the Bengals. I don't think I'll mind Joe Burrow being the quarterback tomorrow more I watch him play. Um, but it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, though, seeing kind of what the NFL is going to. And, um, you know, seeing Lamar Jackson out there, you know, they tailored offense to his strengths, and he is absolutely dangerous. He's a straight athlete, and... He can do it with his legs, he can do it with his arm, and he puts the defense in a complete bind every single play, and he makes them choose. Whichever one they choose, he can do the other one. And he's kind of an outlier because he is freakishly athletic, like Michael Vick was. And you, know, you had guys out there like RG3 when he first came in the league, he was doing it, but he wasn't sure about he could do it from the pocket. I think he messed up his career. Plus, he always got hurt doing that, so... They haven't done that with, with Jackson yet just because he's so dynamic. He's such an athlete that people can't get get good shots on him. So I just hope that he is able to stay healthy throughout his career and show that, you know, being a dual threat, dual threat quarterback, 
you can work on the next level, but you have to be, you know, that next level dual threat quarterback. You can't just be some average dude out here being a dual threat quarterback. So, you know, he's doing well. He's opening up the doors, showing that this can work in NFL. Question is, can he stay healthy? Now, Joe Burrow's not going to go that route. He could. He's a little bit athletic, but he's not like Lamar Jackson athletic. But he can sit back there, get the ball out quick, read defenses, and do that well. So I'm excited to see where he goes on it. And I'm I'm going from Heisman to NFL. I shouldn't be jumping back and forth. But that's how it goes. Either way, you know, just Fields, Chase Young, Jalen Hurts. Go there. Enjoy it. Do your interviews. Hang out. Eat some good food. And then uh, clap it up for good old Joe Burrow when he's um, hoisting up that Heisman, getting ready to get that painting painted of you know, that paint that self portrait uh, painted of himself. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, be interested to see how much he wins by, and um, he deserves it. He's a great football player. All right, y'all. I want to take. Probably a right turn of what I'm normally talking about on this podcast. Um, because I'm one of the people that got Disney Plus. I have my Verizon Limited plan, so I'm doing the the free one year trial just to see if I would want to keep it or not. We haven't really watched it too much, but I know one thing that was on there was Star Wars. Now I want to tell you that I have never in my life watched Star Wars. Um, I did, I did, I guess I take it back. I did watch episode one, the Phantom Menace, like years ago. And I don't remember it. The only thing I remember was the pod racing from the whole movie. So I know everybody's like, well, that's the worst one, blah, 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 whatever else. Well, I previously, I only watched the worst one, but I'd never seen it before. Never thought to, to watch it. My parents had the tapes, the trilogy growing up and I just never watched it. I don't know why. And I just... I just, I'd never gotten into watching it. I don't know why. I just didn't. Um, I think growing up, my parents were more Star Trek fans. I remember watching Star Trek Next Generation. So I guess if I fell inside of something being a Star Wars person or a Trekkie, I guess I fell inside of being a Trekkie. You know, you know, Captain Jean-Luc Picard and everybody on his ship. You know, I do remember watching that. Didn't get too much into it, though, as far as everything. I just remember watching that growing up a little bit. But never really got into Star Wars. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go ahead, and since they're all on here on Disney Plus, I'm gonna go ahead and watch all of the Star Wars. So I decided this, I think, like a week ago. So I've watched the first three. Watched the episode one, episode two, and episode three. So episode one being the Phantom Menace, episode two being Attack of the Clones, and episode three being Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Excuse me. And I'm doing this because I want to watch the series Mandalorian, but I figured I need to watch and know my background of everything that happened with Star Wars. I really don't even know the whole story when it comes to Star Wars. I don't know the background of it. I know Luke Skywalker. I know Princess Leia. I've heard of Han Solo and Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader. Like, I've heard of them in Yoda, obviously. But I have no idea what the stories, how they're intertwined or anything like that, so... I mean, you know what? Let me go out here. Let me give this a shot, and let's see how it goes. So I'm watching the the trilogy. Like I said I just finished up episode three, um, Revenge of the Sith, this morning, and um, I know Caden's watching with me, and he's he seemed interested in it. So 
I didn't know if he actually would be or not, and I stopped watching it for a little bit to fix breakfast, and he's like, we turn it back on? So I'm like, yeah, I'll turn it back on. So he's actually walking downstairs right now. Hey, dude, you want to say hi to everybody? We're just talking about Star Wars right now and how many of you are watching it. Yeah? <laughs> you going to be shy? That's right. Hey, you can talk. Say hi. Hi. Okay. There you go. You going to stay out here while I record the rest of this and you go upstairs? Okay, hang out. Be quiet, though. I can't have you yelling and kicking the ball around. All right, that's how it goes. You have kids. They come and go as they please. And uh, he might come right now. He's going back upstairs, so we'll see. But he was watching. All right, buddy. He was watching Star Wars with me, um, the third one. He seemed to like it. He was asking about Anakin Skywalker and who Darth Vader was and all this stuff. So, you know, it was interesting. You know, I don't mind them watching it. You know, it's whatever. I know some people probably say a five-year-old should be watching that stuff, but you know, that's how it goes. But overall, though, you know, I didn't mind them. You know, I'm, I'm just interested in the storyline. Now I'm going to watch the the ones that came out back in like the late 70s, early 80s. So um, well, I think it's called A New Hope. That's going to be episode four. That's what I'm watching next. I probably won't start that till sometime this week, though. Um, and that's these are the ones that everybody grew up on and knew and loved and why they started liking star Wars in the first place. So I'm, I'm assuming they're going to be really good, but I don't really, I guess I don't really know what to expect coming into, especially watching movies from like the late seventies and all the graphics being completely different and all of that. But, um, it should be interesting. I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to see how the story goes. Um, I'll get caught up and see what happens with good old Darth Vader and, you know, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and how it all unfolds. So, because I know they're all intertwined. And I haven't given any spoilers, but if I'm talking about this and there's spoilers, Star Wars has been out since the first came out in 1977. So, you know, if you haven't watched by now, like I hadn't, I don't know what to tell you. So, but I'm interested to see how they interact and what really happens when, you know, they find out that they're all totally related. So, um... I don't know. It's interesting. I'm interested to see how that all goes and how it all unfolds. And um, I don't know. Maybe you might have one more Star Wars fan um, to add to the list. Um, if not, then we'll see. But I'm sure if anybody wants to try to convince me otherwise, hit me up on my social media. Uh, Twitter, at Franchise1122. Instagram, at Terrell Dwayne 11 And I'm going to say it later on the show so you'll hear it again. Or you can send a voicemail on the Anchor app of my podcast and just give an opinion. I won't mind if you do. I'll respond if you do, and we'll see what's good. So that's where it is right now. I'm not really getting too much into the weeds as far as the stories and what I truly think. I mentioned that's where I'm watching the next three, and we'll go from there. So if anybody has opinions, let me know. Alright everybody, last week on Relax and Take Notes, no, this is not the Relax and Take Notes section of the podcast, but last week on it, I was talking about Antonio Brown, how he was giving an Instagram apology and blah, 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 and the only reason he was saying it is because he wants to get back in the league. That's it. He's not really sorry. He doesn't care. Well, this week he decided to change his tone, and this week he's trying to put the blame on everyone else for not, him not playing. He's trying to put it on the NFL, trying to put it in NFL PA, which is the Player Association, Try to put it on his his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, trying to put it on Big Ben, saying that Big Ben was no good before he got there, and blah, blah, blah. 
and he tweets about how there's this, all this list of players that have been arrested, but they're now playing. So here's kind of what he said now. And I think he said this when he tweet this out. I don't know if the tweet's still up there. It might have been deleted by now. But he puts it out there saying, I worked my entire life to earn the right to play in the National Football League after putting it all in line week after week and putting my body and my mind through some gruesome workouts. It was taken away from me. I'm hurt, I'm disappointed, and I'm angry at all the same time. I feel abandoned by people who I trusted, and they turn their backs on me and helped take away what I love. Now, that's what he said initially. He says, as a man, I ain't begging for nothing, and I ain't going to let... I ain't going to let people treat me any kind of way. I earned the right to play in the NFL, so why was that taken away? It's been over three months, and I haven't heard from anyone, but y'all want me to beg to play. I feel abandoned by a league I gave my all to. If a team calls, I'll be ready and in shape, but I'm not begging nobody for a job. So, he says he ain't begging nobody for a job, but he was trying to apologize last week, basically trying to beg for a job. But now he's saying it's not fair when he's not looking at himself. All these issues because of himself. He had an issue. He had, let's see, the, the real problem that's going on right now is the fact that there's an investigation still open. Now, NFL could be dragging their heels on this investigation a little bit, but it was an individual, I forget her name, but she was, I don't know if she's a personal trainer or what, but she said there's three different instances where there's some kind of, I don't know if it's necessarily sexual assault, but... It was some kind of sexual misconduct that took place. Three separate occasions, those are still in limbo um, in 2017 and 2018, as far as that. It was uh, Brittany, Ta Brittany Taylor, so she was Brown's formal pers former personal trainer. So, And I'm sorry, she said allegedly assaulted her on three separate occasions. So I don't know what that entails. I don't have the details on that. I'm sure someone does, but I do not. Either way, you know... That's just, I don't know. I don't know if like the courts are even com have completed their side of it because she didn't say anything for a while. And then she decided to say something because, you know, if she went through some kind of assault, like sexual misconduct, sexual assault. You know, that's a tough situation for her to be in. You know, I'm sure she doesn't want to be that person, but she, you know, ultimately she needs to think about herself and what's best for herself. And if she had the courage to come out and say something about it, then she did. And it's fine that she was able to do that, and I'm glad she's able to do that. But Antonio Brown needs to not – he needs to not um, blame everybody but himself. He's put himself in this situation. He could have easily still be in league right now, still getting paid, still doing all the, cra all the other crazy stuff he wants to do if he didn't put himself in the situation. And he's looking at everybody but himself. And I can't stand that in people. Like, I hate that. Okay, go ahead and see mommy. Sorry, still on the recording. My son was downstairs. He had to go back upstairs, though. But that's one thing, like, it really burns me when people do that. Like, they're looking at everybody else, and they won't take accountability for their own actions. Stupid actions as that, at that. Things that could have easily been avoided. And he put himself in the situation. He wants to blame everybody else. And once again, I'm going to bring up the term that I've used for him. It's garbage. It is garbage. And granted, now, other people get back in the league after doing stuff. That's true. But he just seems like he's even more of a headache that people wouldn't want to deal with. You know, it's one thing to deal with a person that has a headache because he's a great football player. He go out there, he can light it up. He's probably currently top three receiver in the game, maybe the best receiver in the game. But 
he's letting his off-field annex affect his on-field annex. And that's tough. You can, I don't see how dudes can do stuff that's going to mess with their money. Like, I don't get that. You have a limited amount of time in the league, and you got to take advantage of that while you can. And he's screwing it up, and he's wasting one of his prime years. And he's going to be out of his prime here probably within the next two years or so. And he's not going to get a big contract, like I said last week. He just isn't. And he's obviously not going to own up to his own actions because he doesn't think he's done anything wrong. He just went through the list of all the other players that have been arrested, and they're in the league, and they're playing, and whatever else. Well, if they were in the league and they were convicted of something, they spent some time out of the league being suspended or whatever that may be, which still could happen. So he could be getting kind of screwed over two times. But, you know, I don't feel bad for him at all. He wants everybody to feel bad for him and and show that he's a victim. I mean, he's obviously been in more than one of these situations. He's had more than one sexual misconduct allegation against him. You know, he's doing it to himself. I don't feel bad about it. I just don't. Like, he deserves not to play. And, you know, that's just what it is. He, he's, I, I went through it Went through it last week. Everything he did before to get traded from the Steelers, to get traded by the Raiders, to not waiting two more days and not getting his 39.5 or $40 million that he would have been guaranteed. I don't feel bad. Because he went about it stupidly. And if he has mental health issues, hopefully he gets help with it. Hopefully he has people in his camp that are trying to be on his side that really are the ones that he says everybody's abandoning him. But if he has some friends, they'll tell him the stuff that he doesn't want to hear and say, hey, this is going to be best for you. And we worry about you and we care about you. And if, if that's what it is, I hope that he can get the help that he needs. But right now, he's out there acting the fool. And doing super stuff and blaming everybody else. And I don't feel bad. If he doesn't play again in the league, like, I'm not mad about it. He would have been a great player. But when he doesn't play in the league, he's going to fade away. I don't have to hear about him anymore. I don't even have to hear me talk about him anymore. I'm sure everybody be happy about that. So that's what that is. No, that was not relaxed. Take notes. But that's coming up soon. everybody it's everybody's favorite segment i don't know if it is or not but it's the one i'm calling everybody's favorite segment it's gonna be my favorite segment it's called relax and take notes and today what i'm going to talk about is something a little more chill something a little more laid back it's the fact that the holidays are coming up we're having christmas dinner we're having it at my house my elaine and i are hosting it for my parents and we're trying to figure out a menu, trying to figure out what we're going to have. We're not going to have something traditional. I can't remember what we did last year. We had people over for it. I think it did some kind of chicken and Italian sausage, Alfredo, and some kind of other pasta bake of some sort. And it was good. Everybody liked it. It was a ton of food and everybody ate plenty or whatever. I don't know if I'm going to do that this time. I'm debating on steaks, ribeye steaks twice baked potatoes and uh maybe asparagus maybe the salad maybe something else i don't know yet but that's what i'm trying to think about just what i'm trying to decide so i think something different to have for the holidays i know cross of mind uh lane and i were talking about it it's like you know i don't know if lane and i were talking about it maybe we were no i was talking about caden that's what it was I mean, what if we had mexican for christmas were you mad about that he's like 
it could be like Taco Tuesday, which is true. It could be like Taco Tuesday, but Christmas on a Wednesday, so we just have to push it back there. But that is an idea. We could do tacos, do a taco bar, or we could do like fajitas. That's an idea too. I'm kind of thinking out loud on it. I'm not real sure. Haven't really talked to Lane about it too much yet. She's probably like, Terrell, whatever you decide or whatever. So that's where it is. That's what I'm thinking about. Right now, I think it's narrowed down to either Mexican and Taco Wednesday for Christmas or ribeye steaks, twice baked potatoes, and something else. And we'll figure out some kind of dessert. I'll bring this back up next week talking about it. That's my relax and take notes. It's not really any kind of taking notes on it yet because I haven't decided, but I'm still thinking about it and thinking about the holidays and we want to make sure everybody has a good time, has good food, and it's done right. So I want to thank everybody for listening today. Sorry the episode is a little bit shorter, but um, you know I'm hoping to have some, some more guests on coming up in the near future and um, get back to starting putting out this content on Fridays versus Saturdays. But appreciate you sticking with me. And like I say, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at Franchise1122. On Instagram, it's at Terrell Dwayne 11 That's T-E-R-R-E-L-L-D-E-W-A-Y-N-E-1-1. Or you can be on Facebook, uh, just Terrell Cummins. You can probably hit me up, try, try to find me or whatever. And like I said, get out there on the Anchor app. On, find my uh, podcast on Anchor app, Always Relevant Podcast. And um, you can go out there and click on the link for uh, sending a voicemail and you can do it. Send the question or send your comment and we'll bring it up on the show and we'll talk about it and discuss. So hope to hear from you guys. Hope to look forward to it and uh, hope you guys have a good day. I appreciate the time. I'm going to have fun in this basketball game with my son and um, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing the smile and laugh about it. So talk to y'all soon. Have a good one.